Would you rather um, your mum catch you vaping or holding a packet of condoms? Or like buying a packet of condoms, what would you rather? What's, <laughs> what's, Is this speaking from experience? No, 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 no. <laughs> what do you think more it would be worse? What's more awkward, do you think? Um... I don't know. I don't know. I've never, I've never vaped. I've never been a vapor. Oh, you just pull up a big fresh vape cloud. Your mum's right there. Or you, or you, or you, or I, I'd you probably just, rather you just, that. you're getting the shopping out the bag and you just right there. I'd probably rather the, I'd probably rather the vape. The smoke cloud over the. Yep. Hmm. Both not great options. It's a t- yeah. What would you rather? I just think like anything, anything to do with sex is always awkward. so fucking awkward. Like that will be awkward from the start of time till the end of time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably get the vape. The vape then. My mum probably wouldn't know what it was. She'd probably be like, "What is that? The condoms or the vape? The vape? Oh right, obviously. No." <laughs> Alright, what's up nerds? Welcome back to the Barflies Podcast, episode 51 today. I'm joined always by my good friend and comrade, Alexander Russell. Uh, fresh. Well, you know, I wouldn't say fresh is probably not an adjective I'd use. Actually, I was so fresh just then I'd zoned out when you started counting <laughs> it. I was like, oh, he's started. I didn't even realise. Um, yeah, obviously, voice is gone somewhat. I did Couldn't notice tell. that. You don't sound as... Bit, bit of husky. As well-oiled as you usually do. I'm hot and husky right now. <laughs> uh, this thing, you know, I'm not putting it on. I think, do you reckon, do you reckon everyone will, is enjoying my my voice at the moment? Or do you reckon it just sounds fucking grim? I reckon everyone's a little hot and bothered. Hot and, hot and heavy about <laughs> the hot and husky. Um, yeah, look, great. I'll ask you first, actually. How was your weekend? I probably have a little bit more to divulge than you do, so I'll go. Let you go first. Um, bold assumption, but look, my weekend was pretty uneventful. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. Work, work, work. Yeah, I worked the whole weekend. Did I? Yeah, I did. I literally worked all weekend. Wow. I went to the par- I went to the movies last night. Saw what did you see? Three thousand years of longing. Was it good? It looks kind of shit. It's. It was all right. It was all right. I enjoyed it. I saw, I saw the trailer for it and I was like, that looks not good. No, it was okay. It was like... Um, George Miller? Yeah. Australian director? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was filmed in Sydney Park. Really? Which was... Super, do you know who was in it? Do you remember that show from when we were kids called... Um, I think it was Shane and David. It was the, there was a bald guy and a guy with curly hair and they were really good at making sounds with their, me- with their mouth. Yes. And they'd do the flying... Those like, two weird guys. Yeah, and they used to be on like Rove and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy with the curly hair was in it. Oh, and you know who else was in it? Danny Lim. Danny Lim. Danny Lim's the Asian dude that stands on King Street with the sign. Oh, that says, yeah, 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 yeah. And like he flashed up for a second, and I like clocked it because he was obviously he didn't have a line. He was literally on the screen for like two seconds. Maybe. Yeah, he was at the premiere. I saw that. 
oh, well, that checks out. I was like, I thought, I was like, was that Danny Lim? And then I was like, no, it can't be. Sydney, how could it be? Sydney icon. Yeah. But obviously I was like, how could it be Danny Lim in like a Doesn't make Hollywood sense. movie? I didn't realize that director was Australian. I don't know much about him. Um, and then the end scene, like it's filming. And I was like, is that Sydney Park? In my head, I look, Kane says the same. He's like, is that Sydney Park? And then um, we did some, some research. research and yeah. it was. Oh. Couldn't find Danny Lim in the IMDb in the cast, the IMDb. Yeah, but, um, I love a good IMDb scroll. Yeah, I, I could imagine you would. Yeah, I froth it. I, I, I that I've watched two movies in two weeks now, which is what almost, movie did you see the week before? I saw Nope last week. Was it was it good? No, not really. Visually, it was awesome, but like the movie in itself was a bit odd. Everyone says it's a bit weird. Yeah, uh, I really like Jordan Peele's first two movies, uh, Us and Get Out. Obviously, Get Out was like massive. They both horrors. Yeah. Obviously, Get Out was when he, we won an Oscar for Get Out. He won Best Original Screenplay. What's Get Out about? Get In Out. Short. Get Out is. Oh, I don't really want to say because, like, if I say the whole plot, obviously it's going to spoil the movie. That's okay. I probably won't watch it. So, Get Out. This guy, this African American guy, uh, in a relationship. South American or African American guy, in a relationship with this white woman, and then he goes to visit her family for the first time. Um, and then when he gets to the house, like kind of, they seem very kind of cool and, you know, um, like kind of progressive, et cetera. Sure. But then kind of the wheels slowly kind of fall off the bus and it kind of unwinds a little bit. Mm. Um, and then a series of events kind of start to happen. Where he has to kind of fight to survive. Oh, interesting. But yeah, it's, is it a horror? It's a horror. It's like a hot thrill. It's more of a thriller than a horror. But okay. Yeah, but I don't want to say too much because sure. if you do, because it is a good movie. Like, okay. You, people should watch it if you haven't seen it. Okay. And I don't want to say too much because otherwise, it'll kind of ruin it all for sure. Um, Alas. But then Us is really good as well. I actually liked Us better. Okay. It's a bit more violent and probably a bit more of a horror. Yeah. Um. But I like that one better. Did you see any of the screenshots from Nope? Any of the I saw them on Twitter. Just screenshots of like the visual. No, I haven't seen any um, layout almost of the screen or of the setting or whatever you want to call it. It looked fucking awesome. Yeah, right. Um, but the the sort of the thing with Nope, um, obviously it's like an alien style movie. When once the sort of antagonist alien is revealed, it's almost anticlimactic. Right. It's like the whole movie is building towards this and it's kind of building in a in a good way. And it sort of happened with that movie I saw last night as well. It's building in a good way, but as soon as the the antagonist is unveiled, if you will, mm. it's kind of like, oh, okay. Right. Was it funny? Because he usually has like quite a good element of comedy. Yeah, there was, there was like little snippets. Sort of like um, I'm definitely, this is how limited my movie knowledge is, but sort of like The Avengers where it's like, it's almost like comedic relief in parts where it's just like one-liners and like little drops of comedy throughout it. It's you just see, kind of The littered. thing is, with the Marvel movies, they used to do that quite well. They've stopped doing that well. They've overdone it? They have they do it too much. Yeah, I agree. I saw the Thor movie, the new Thor movie a couple of weeks ago and it was shit. Really? Yes. It was bad. It was really bad. Well, they're, they're really wringing that for all it's worth, I think, at this point. Well... They just kind of have turned him into a fucking clown when he was like one of the coolest characters. And like, yeah, that Thor Ragnarok was funny, but they, he was still kind of a goose. He was like, he was, it was funny. And then like, they still had like those kind of like silly moments, I guess, but it was still like, he was still like 
strong and like like a bit of a beast. Son in, of Asgard. Yeah. When in this they kind of just make him out as like a fucking clown the whole time. Yeah, right. Like just just doing too much. Yeah, okay. You know? Just fucking just cool your jets a Who's little bit. Who's your favourite Avenger? I really liked Black Panther. Yeah, he's sick. Yeah. He's probably favourite. He's fucking cool as. Yeah. Who's your favourite? Captain America. You're a fucking nerd. Um Whatever, dude. <laughs> Why him? I just like him. That's such a vanilla choice. I just like his, like, I really like the Captain America movies where he's like a wartime hero and then, I don't know, he's just fucking, he's a beast. He's a bit of a beast. He gets, just like, they make him more likable as they go on. Yeah, he's just like full combat, like, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think I really like was just, like, I, I found his movies the most intriguing, probably because it was tethered to, like, war. I don't right. Know, just that sort of. The timeline of it was very interesting to me. Enough. And you just kind of, for whatever reason, Xana, that's you you just know, perhaps like unexplained. I just like him. Just I was like drawn him. towards Captain America. I like Chris Evans. Sue me. Chris Evans is, is, is pretty cool. For Reminds me of myself a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. When I was, you yeah, know, boy. really skinny yeah, in there. <laughs> <laughs> bit of super serum, mate. But um, anyway, my point was I really want to go see Everywhere, Everything. Is it still once. showing? It is at Dendi. So hopefully next Tuesday I'm going to go see it. Yeah, do it. Because everyone's seen it. Everyone says it's fucking awesome. Mm. Yeah. Everyone says it's unreal. I haven't seen it yet either. Mm. One to watch. One to watch. Um, How was your weekend? My weekend. My weekend was excellent. I was in Melbourne for the weekend. Uh, and, you know, it was it was incredibly entertaining. The thing about Melbourne compared to Sydney, it's – like quite, it's very, quite different. Um, most notably, like if you're a young person, I imagine being a young person and living in that city would be exceptional because there's just there's nightlife just everywhere. And as opposed to Sydney where like it's all obviously connected but it still feels quite disjointed. Like every area feels like very different and it's kind of like compared to what it is down there where you kind of have – like the CBD and then a bunch of precincts outside it that are all connected by the tram and trains and whatnot. But it's all very – like it's in sync. It feels more in sync. Interconnected. Yeah, interconnected in a way, um, which is – and it's kind of, and that's great for getting around and there's like pubs everywhere. More than more – than, like there's a lot of pubs in Sydney but I thought there was way more down there. I've heard um, also they don't have RSLs and bolos in Melbourne. Hence no. why there's so many more pubs. I didn't see any yeah. the whole time I there's, was there. And there's no, is there no pokies in Melbourne too? Would I be correct in saying that? Oh, no, there's pokies. Okay, but far But they have, they have different – it's different yeah. to here. Like yeah, Sydney, yeah. There's, they're fucking everywhere. Sydney's in that – love Sydney, but, but there's elements of it that fucking suck. Yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so like just down – like one thing I noticed with the nightlife down there is one, there's obviously no lockouts compared to Sydney. Two – all the bouncers aren't like dicks. Like they're all really nice and they like joke around with you and whatnot and they don't like ask you how many drinks you've had. Yeah. They look at like a, in Sydney, like if you look a bouncer in the eye, he looks like offended. Yeah. He's like, how dare you look at Give me your idea. Yeah. And, and they like look away and then like look at it and like look like they just present themselves as so much better and yeah. do they have to do that? Like I is that know. in the contract? Because I understand it's, obviously you and I, not to jump in on your story here, but like – 
obviously, you know, you and I are very well acquainted with RSA and all this bullshit that you yeah. have to deal with in New South Wales. Um, but like, what's with, yeah, you're so right. I've never thought about it. They don't do but that. But they're so unnecessarily like. Like I was ready, to, like I was in my head, I was going, oh fuck, what are we going to say when we get to the door? And they're like, hey mate, how are you? I was shocked. It's like one of the first times a bouncer's asked me how I am. Yeah, right. It's like, I'm actually really well, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a splendid evening in your beautiful city. Yeah, exactly. And and I feel like they're kind of, everyone there wants you to, like, it's like, does it's kind of made to like have a good time. Whereas opposed to Sydney, it's a lot, it's a lot harder to kind of enjoy nightlife when it's just kind of, like there's there's more obstacles to having a good time. Mm. Um, whereas like, and as well, another thing, you could definitely after certain times of the night, like go to different venues and continue your night. Whereas in Sydney, kind of when you get somewhere around 12 o'clock, like you're staying there or you yeah. go to someone's house. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're not getting anywhere in anywhere at one. No. So like you Also, pick, there's not much opening like at one. one exactly. But there, there is. Um Went to the famous Revolvers nightclub, classic. Um, Talk in, me through that. When in when in Rome how, situation. How was that? It was cool. It was just kind of like sash, I guess, in a way. Um, what was the vibe like? Was it? Oh, it was just like pretty, like just like, just like a tech. It was just of, like a tech club. Did like, it, okay. Did it yeah. just kind of feel like a club in in like the design and the layout? No, of the club? it was di- it was, was different like? to that. It was a bit more kind of. Mm. Bougie? Dark. No, it was like dark. Okay. And it wasn't like a... Bit more... Not polished. Okay. Not polished. A bit more grungy? Yeah. Awesome. Definitely. Cool. Um, It wasn't super busy when we went. Uh, um, Like if we went back, I'd be cool to go there a bit on a busier night. But it was still still like really fun. Um, Just went to like heaps of pubs. Like really, like one day we literally... Like we'd go out, go to... Go get brekkie somewhere, come back to the room quickly, get ready for like... So get up, have a quick shower, do whatever, um, go out of the room, get brekky, come back and be like, okay, day starts. Or alternatively, get ready, have a shower, go get brekky somewhere and then after brekky, just start exploring around. Mm. Um, like on the Saturday, we literally, I reckon we went to probably like seven, eight pubs throughout Sounds the day. Awesome. It was pretty sick. I can't wait. Me and um, we might have mentioned it on here before. I'm heading down also mm. in early December. Mm. Also with sick. a few of our mates, sick. which should be awesome. A lot of rooftop bars. Went to a couple, went to quite a few. Yeah. Was sick. How was the weather? Perfect. It was like, we, it didn't rain once. Sunny, we really cloudy? Sunny the whole time. Awesome. It was actually like unreal. Um, yeah. Went to the G as well. Went to uh, MCG, watched Sydney versus the Ds. Uh... That was cool. There was probably like almost 80,000 people there. Like the whole bottom tier and second tier, there were, you couldn't see an empty seat. It right. was only at the very top. And then they had to think 91,000 for the Geelong-Collingwood game the next day. Is um is this the G built similar to the SCG? No, very different. Like the SCG's kind of got like, the two grandstands that look similar, the new member stand and then the obviously the old members buildings when the G's just kind of very symmetrical the whole way around. Is it steep? It's like a, coli- it's like steeper, a Colise- right? It's like a Colosseum. Okay. It's a lot steeper. Cool. Yeah, way steeper. Um, but it was it was sick. I've always wanted to go there. I think any sports fan in Australia wants to go to the G at some point. Um, Sydney won, which was also really cool, but 
yeah, it was just it was it was just like a good weekend away, really. Like everyone had a good time, lots of fun. Do you want to say what happened to Turner at the G? Because it's quite amusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Turner Turner got kicked out of the G. Uh, he got caught vaping on camera. Um, Did they, so, what do you mean, like on camera? I don't know. They just came up and gave him a tap on the shoulder. But I didn't even see him do it. So I don't know whether it was him or they just like, because like, how could you tell? Like, oh, surely the cameras aren't that good. I didn't actually see him do it, but they said he did. So he had to go. So I, it was just a secie just like looking I, at him. I don't know. There was also like guys in front. Oh, yeah. There was also guys in front. I was sitting like young guys. So maybe it was them. And then they weren't there. So they just got to him. So, but it was still funny nonetheless. But he always gets kicked out. Like, even if he's not. You were literally saying this to me last week. Yeah, he's one of the type of people that, uh, like, every friend group's got it, I feel like. He's definitely the person that gets targeted for no reason by Sekis or whatever. Just, nah, mate, you've, you're done. You're kicked out. Yeah, like, you, always him. You're so, always. I, you're right. I reckon every friend group literally has that. And, like, and he'll be sweet. But it sucks for him because it will literally just be like, that's his night done. Because sometimes it'll happen. It's like 12.30 and everyone's in a venue and everyone's like, oh, fuck. No, we're not going to leave for like, and it's nothing on the bloke that's gotten kicked out. But you're simply like, this is more a logistics and numbers issue, uh, issue than, yeah. than a personal vendetta against you, my friend. But I was like, oh, no, nah, it's pretty rough. So I, I went with him um, and there was only 10 minutes left and they'd already won anyway. So I was like, no, nah, I'll just go out and. Chill. Did he? So you have no confirmation from Turner whether it was him or not. I have no confirmation. Um, it was, was pretty funny that it was him. I don't know, but it was pretty funny. Like as we were leaving, like we were like, oh, surely not. So, what was funny is when we were leaving, we met him. were walking out. Turner, like Turner, didn't even have. He didn't even have a vape on him though. He didn't buy one while we were there or anything. Uh, and as we were leaving, the guy, like we were kind of saying to the guy, "Oh, come on, like surely not." Blah blah blah. And as we were about, he was like, "We were surely walking was- out the door." Turner goes, "If you let us back in, I'll give you our vape." <laughs> <laughs> and the guy just smiled. He's like, "Have a good night." Like, like in Sydney, that wouldn't happen. They'd be like, "Fucking good, the fuck out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also been kicked out of the SCG before, so which bloke- which is arguably hard to do. It is hard to do. And he got kicked out. Like he was just walking to the toilet and the lady's like, no, RSA, mate, you got to go. Really? He was like, what? And then he snuck back in and then she's like, I've, I told you, you're kicked out. And then he got fined for Yeah, it. right. Yeah. Sorry, Turner. Just told, told everyone about that. But no, that's funny. He got fined for that? Yeah, he got fined. Was it Exy? No, I don't think it was too bad. Mate, you get kicked out so easy. Get kicked out of like stadiums and stuff these days. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, when we were at the MCG, so these young guy, these guys came over to this. So there was a mum, a dad, and a daughter, and the daughter had a disability. I'm not sure really what it was, but like she was disabled. Um, and these guys came over, and were like, "You're sitting in." Our, they were like, "Oh, you're sitting in our seats," and there was kind of like. The group leader, if you were. There was two of them and then there was the main one. And the guy was just being such a fucking dick about it. And, like, the dad was, like, jank. Like, I literally thought there was going to be, like, a fight. This is in the front dad of, of the family. Yeah, yeah, of the daughter. and So the were they next to you? No, they are in front of us. And, and then they were – were you in the seats or were the, they at the family in the seats? The family was in the seats. Like, their seats were actually H and these guys – like, their seats were H and – but they were sitting in HH. 
Okay. Pretty easy error to easy make. mistake. And, mate, I thought that was honestly going to be a fucking scrap. Right. Like there was I – saw, I saw a couple clenched fists and there was – I don't – like there was no de-escalation from these two blokes. Like they, the, the dad and the guy who was doing – How was old were the guys? He would have been like our age. But he – like it escalated very quickly. Right. And it went from kind of like, oh, there's a bit of like whatever to being like, oh, shit. Like these guys could punch on in a second. Yeah, right. Um, but the stupid thing was the seats that they were sitting in were way fucking better. They were right on the boundary line in front of the goals, the seat H where the, who the family, well, where the family was supposed to sit and where the young guys were sitting in the first half, the seats were better than the seats that they actually paid for. And then they were like, came to sit in those seats instead. Right. Which is bizarre. So they were sitting in the family seats in the first half. They, yeah, they had accidentally both sat in the wrong section. Right. But instead of just kind of cool, calmly being negotiating like, it, or just being like, "Hey it guys," was, it was come. It was just like, so just like heads, heads were heads were banging. Just not on, dude. Especially yeah. like with the fa- I don't know. Especially with the family, like relax. Yeah, there was no, there was no cool heads involved in that scenario. I don't know, uh, but I hate that stuff. That was probably the most. Oh, yeah, that was probably the most rogue thing, I guess. Oh no, the pull. We walked out of revs at like six thirty, seven o'clock, a.m. a.m. And then there was a cop lying down on the ground, like in like on his back, and then the street was blocked off. There was heaps of cops and security guards, and then we were like, "Oh, what's happened?" And then we kind of were walking, and then there was a guy, like a bit of a like he seemed like he was a bit cracked. To be fair, um, just a civilian. Yeah, just some guy, and he was on the ground. Like there was like four people holding him down, and he's going. You fucking fascist pig, blah, 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 like screaming. And I was like, holy shit. So why was the cop lying on the ground? He'd, he'd been, been decked. Part, yeah, he'd been decked, apparently. Etch? Yeah. It was pretty etch. That was probably the two most etch things. But apart from that, it was very friendly, very good. Everyone was really nice. Anything else to report? Like how was the actual like sort of – how was your just day? Like bouncing around pubs and yeah, stuff? Yeah, we were just was, walking around, like looking – going around the streets, looking through the streets. We had this – we had this – Thing where, um, which I actually recommend for anyone doing a trip because it was pretty fucking funny. So when you go, when you go on the trip, obviously like you got to make quite a few decisions like what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. Um, our rule was if you made a really bad decision and, every, and like majority of the group say that was a bad decision, you get banned from making any decisions for 24 hours for the group. That's a big ban. Yeah, you that's get, like half the trip. You get banned. What you if get, what if all four? What if all five of you got banned? Well, then it just everyone can make a decision again. Okay, well, everyone's back a to, flop. Back to square one. Everyone's a flop. Okay, you know? but if you if if you make one bad call, like that's it. 24, okay, 24 hours. Turner was first. He got his for leading us the wrong way for 100 meters. Um, That's and it, harsh. And everyone wanted blood. That was when we had just got <laughs> off the off the off the train off this plane and got on the bus. Who pioneered this like decision? It just kind of ha- it okay. just kind of happened. To be fair, sure. we were we were we were about to get the bus from the airport to the city, and we were discussing whether to get an Uber or the bus because you can get the bus back. You can pay for a return ticket in a couple of days. And then we kind of went, "Oh, if anyone makes a bad decision, they get banned." Then we said it as a joke. And then when we got off and Turner did that, everyone was like, nope, you're banned, 24 hours. Uh, I got one. I went to go meet 
like a f- friend of Ryan and I's at the pub and before we were, went out later in the night and I were like, oh, everyone come because apparently it's busy. And that must have been one of the only pubs in Melbourne that locked out at 1am. 1, 1 and then we got there and they were like, no. Nah. They're what like, no, you can't come in. This what? was at like 12.30 and they're like, no, you can't come in. Um, and then as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, fuck. And I'm everyone's like, no, nope, 24 hours, you're right. done, mate. And I think someone else got done as well. Where was your mate that you were meeting? Were they in there? They were in there. Right. Yeah. So How did you know said mate? Cricket. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so stitched up there. But still funny. Yeah, nice. But yeah, that, no, was, that was a good rule. But like I was saying to Cody just before we started, I feel like there it's so much more like dribbly in Sydney. Like people are just so much more like will come up and speak to you. Like we talk to a lot. We talk to quite a few people. But I feel like people didn't really come up to you and like kind of bother you necessarily. Well, maybe not bother is the right word. But in Sydney, I feel like people will just come up to you and like if you're at the bar or you're at a table and just like start spouting random shit. Yeah. I I agree. Do you think perhaps <laughs> like just say me so- and you also fall into this? Category? Yeah, we also do it. But I mean, like when you're at the even when you're at the bar, like I feel like people in Sydney, like someone will just start talking to you when you're in at at the bar. Yeah, that didn't really happen that much. Did you? There. How did you feel about that? Did you at any stage in Melbourne want it strike up a yarn with someone, but perhaps felt uh, a little? Well, I just invasive? it was a bit. It was a bit. It was a bit alien of a feeling because I was re- I was waiting for someone to say something at the bar. But everyone was just kind of minding their own business, which I thought was a bit weird. Right. So it was strange to me that everyone minded their own business and someone would go, yeah, how you going, mate? <laughs> I'll give you the <laughs> eyes. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. I say in Sydney, you'll just be standing in the line in a bar and someone will look at you and you're just having to look at them at the same time. Like, how you going, mate? <laughs> and then they'll just like, but you don't know initially whether they're like, if they're a dickhead or not. Yeah. But it's not until they first couple of sentences that you find out what mm. kind of bloke they are. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's interesting. Because that is right, Sydney is very dribbly. And I like... So dribbly. Everywhere you go, you'll end up dribbling to someone. Yeah. Again, that could be more of a reflection on on me and you than Mm. anything. But I feel like... I don't know. You're right. You're definitely right. Like not saying... I think people are really friendly, but maybe... But here, I feel like people just... They just don't care. They'll just start talking to you randomly. Yeah. Just like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I feel like maybe in that sense, it's kind of just gives me the vibe that Melbourne's just like... Just their whole culture and everything is just... Slightly a bit more put together and like mm. slightly a bit just just in a sense a bit more mature or at least that's kind of the way they present I, themselves. I, I, yeah, maybe. Mm. I'm trying to think of the right word. Maybe mature is not the right word, but like just put together. Just so maybe just Sydney's a bit more rogue in like not rogue as in. We know what they say. People are just what? Uh, strict parents make naughty kids. Yeah. <laughs> What does that have to do with it? Because like the New South Wales government shit's so strict. Oh, okay. So right, now everyone get it in now. Sydney's yeah, naughty. Okay, okay, I get you it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. a bit of a nanny state. Yeah, okay, I get it now. Nice. Sorry, I didn't get that straight away. So good, mate. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just people a bit more like, not necessarily, just a bit, just a bit more, a bit more rogue, I guess. Mm. But I'm not, you know, maybe that's just the bit of Melbourne that I saw. Well, yeah, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. But, like, you can tell where someone's from in Sydney or almost by automatically when you talk to them as well. Yeah. I feel like when they are – well, not just because I had no clue, but everyone seems very similar in a lot of ways. Like, dress the same, talk from the same. area. 
Yeah, that I saw. Like Oh, in Melbourne, yeah. Yeah, like dress the same, kind of talk similar, you know. Do you not think that about Sydney? I no. thought you were saying that about Sydney. No, I feel like Sydney you can it's different. It's really different. Okay. Each area is like sounds different even. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Talk, yeah. But I didn't really think that. Oh, you thought everyone in Melbourne was pretty similar. Yeah. Okay. But I thought he was like... Yeah, in Sydney it's very distinct. Like mm. even if you go inner west, eastern suburbs, northern beaches, yeah. so different. Out All west as well. Like, Out west. So different. Yeah. Um, even Surrey Hills to an yeah. extent. We were just talking about that. Yeah. So different. Um, But yeah. it was like, it was, yeah, it was cool. It's a cool city, I think. It was cool. And again, I, I apologize if we've discussed this in depth. Um. For too long almost. And also in previous episodes. But at least my, my sort of brief um, observation of Melbourne that it was a city that had just been built and organised a lot better. Yes. Um, Sydney's obviously a very, very old city just, in comparison. Mm. And it's just a bit of like a... Just thrown together. Yeah, in terms of its sort of, you mm. know, structural integrity. Yes, agreed. Um, anyway, should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. Um. Or, actually, this is a bit of a wig out and this is just to continue on from that. So, over the weekend in Melbourne, there was a tram incident. A car hit a tram, hit it off the rails. Wow. We got we got there. That happened out the front of where we were staying. What sort of car? I'm not sure. It happened like, brought it happened like an hour or two before we'd got there. And when you when you mean hit it off the rails, did it just divert it or did it, was the train? Yeah, it was just kind of diverted it and it was a bit smashed up, but it was off the rails. So, it must have hit it pretty hard. Yeah. Must have, um, but then on in Sydney during the week on the weekend, that happened to the light rail. A fire truck ran into the light rail at Haymarket. Wow! And the stop where it happened is the same is the same stop where I get off when I go to uni and take the light rail, which wigged me out because I was like, imagine if that could have happened at any point, yeah, and I could have been on that train or that light rail, which also Are there any uh, uh, injuries. From either? I'm not sure. Not not really sure. But on that, that got me thinking. And I used to walk to school, right? And I used to cross this like same set of lights like every day at Ringer Road, okay? Mm. And it's like it's close to my house. So I used to cross this same set of lights every day. And there was two like bad accidents that happened on either side of that crossing. When like during that time where I used to walk there, there was one where this girl was walking across and she went across on a green light, I think. And then she, or like when, when the light, I mean, when the green man had turned red and she was running across with her friends and this car and pulled her across. So she, but she lived, but she was like, she got like pretty badly injured. Yeah. And then there was another one on the other side of the road. So like, just on the one crossing where this car got T-boned and wrapped around a tree and a guy, di- and a guy died. Etch. And the tree's like right next to like where you step out onto the road. Yeah, right. And that's literally to where I used to walk like every day yeah. almost. And then it's there was etch. two. And I would just be like – and like the – and they both happened on – to be fair, they both happened on the weekend. But like the next day – I remember after the – the car wrapping around the tree, like the next day getting T-bone wrapped around the tree, the next day or the next couple of weeks I'd be walking to school and there was still the glass yeah, right. and debris at the lights. Crazy. And you'd just be standing there and there's just like glass everywhere, which was kind of 
freaky. You were trying to stand at me like, oh, that's a bit of a wig out. Yeah, every time someone like, or anytime there's a, you know, mm. a freak accident like that, it's such yeah. just like a holy shit. Mm. Can literally happen Close anyone. to home. Yeah, close yeah. to home. Doesn't I, yesterday, literally not as serious, but like nearly fucking took out a Deliveroo driver. Because like as I was driving down my street, um, I saw him. So I went across like a cross intersection. Mm. I went there. Sh- the one up there yeah. to come straight down onto my street. And he was sort of 50 meters to the left, but he must have turned onto my street after me. And I'd sort of been going slow coming down the street looking for a parallel park on the left side of the road. Eventually I'd sort of uh, found one. And at some point this guy has snuck into my blind spot and I haven't seen him. To be fair though, like if you're pulling in a parallel park and he's sharing the road with you, does he not have to stop and wait for you to park before he goes past you? I think I may have also kind of been in the wrong because I didn't put my indicator on. Oh. But I, wa- I was going like – so what happened? I was going really, really slow. Like I was actually creeping down the road and then I just moved my car to the left to sort of get closer mm. to the the parked cars. Yeah. Which would have been – I would have been close anyway. So I just would have made the gap even yeah, smaller. Yeah, okay. But he was in the gap, in my blind spot. Oh. I didn't see him because I thought I was – there's no cars behind me. So I was like, oh, sweet. I'm like – I thought mm. I was on this road alone, right? And then like as I've pulled in to start the reverse park, I've just heard him like – Screech his brakes and he was like, I think he realized he was in the wrong because yeah. he was sitting in my blind spot. Um, and we were both kind of like, oh, fuck. And then he was like, kind of like rode past and smiled and gave me the thumbs up. He's yeah. like, all good, mate, all good. Um, but I was like, shit, mm. oopsie. Edge. It's just like a, fuck, this, that was close and I'm just going to go about my day as if nothing happened. But yeah. Could have been, could have been a bit of a situation. Yeah. Because I feel like you're always in the wrong if you're the driver. But in a way, like, you're not necessarily because if he's on the bike, he's still sharing the road with you. And like, it's the same rules. Like if you put your, well, if you had put your indicator on, he w- like, he shouldn't have just like went into where mm. you're pulling into. Yeah. It's so similar to like motorcycle drivers. Like if traffic's moving, like they can't weave in between traffic. Like that's mm. a wait. They have to, like they can lane, you can lane filter. If, tra- if traffic's standing still, you can lane filter. Yeah. But if traffic is like moving, i.e. what was happening there, you still have to like apply by normal road rules. Yeah. Um, crazy. I feel like when stuff like that happens, like especially when you're driving, like when you have those like almost incidents, it's always like, it's kind of like not good in a way, but it kind of reminds you like, oh shit, yeah, driving is kind of fucking dangerous. Yeah. Like you got to like remember to like do all that, like check your blind spots and do all that kind of crap. Which I'm usually pretty good at. I, yeah. Again, it was just like I said, because I thought I had, there was no car in my rear vision mirror at any point. Mm. So I just thought I had the road to mm. myself. Um, yeah. But you're so right. Every time they do happen, it's almost like, oh, yep. Because like right. 95% of the time you treat driving like walking. Like you yeah, don't even when think, you, get used you don't to think it. about it being dangerous at all. And no, then you're, like, you're just doing it. And you're just doing it. Yeah. Um, anyway. Everyone's okay. Alas. 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 Did you see that um, the little Eshe kid on the news this week? I did see the Eshe on the news. Was he from the Gold Coast? Yeah, I don't know. But I, I think so. I think so. That was what I enjoyed most about that kind of uh, two-part series, if you will, <laughs> is the fact that he the first time he comes out, he's really angry and he kind of he doesn't really uh, 
you know, I don't anticipate he's got a lot of media training, but he comes out, comes out swinging and kind of gets annoyed at them and tells them to fuck off, blah, 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 blah. Verbal swinging. Verbal swinging. And I like the fact that he's obviously gone home or gone away, thought about it and gone, all right, next time I see those cameras, I've got something for them. I'll show them. No, you know? I, I think he went into like a building or something. Like he went to do something. Yeah. Well, like he's oh, yeah, you're right. He's obviously saying, I'm really upset with how I've handled that situation. I'm going to come out. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do better this time. And then just like decided to unleash a series of like your mum jokes and like <laughs> I fucked your sister jokes on these two journalists. And you can tell he's proud. He's real happy with the yeah, work yeah, he's done. Yeah. And he's just kind of like. He's like, yeah, this is it. I'll show you. I'll get mm. you back. Yeah. For looking, you made me look like an idiot. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the funniest part about it is it's almost like watching this, you know, watching this video is almost like a universal experience for like every Australian who's encountered this at some point in yeah. their life. Like, hey, you dog. Yeah. Like everyone's seen that. Like everyone's experienced like this little Eshe kid. So yeah. honestly, seeing him rip and tear out the news <laughs> made my week. Honestly, it was made so my week. Funny. <laughs> it was so funny. And the, the journalists would just be like, mate, this is actual gold. Like, we don't mind if you keep going. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they say anything. Just, yeah, laugh it up. Oh, it was actually unreal. It was, it's, it's kind of like, it was almost seems like a meme in a way. Because he just did it. And you're like, surely that can't be real. Like, someone didn't actually do that on camera. Yeah. The fact that that person actually exists yeah, is and, bizarre. And was like willing to do that <laughs> on camera. What do you reckon his name was? Probably like. Brandon. Kyle. <laughs> Chase, yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> something rogue. Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Good to see. Good to see. I wonder what he did. I wonder what his actual crime it was. was. A ro- it was Rob. It was Rob. Oh, he it was an, at knife point, wasn't it? He yeah, robbed he was, a he's like, I didn't do it. He's like, no, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, that was his main yeah. thing. He was like, no, I didn't do it. It's like, dude, there's a few security yeah. cameras of you. So it wasn't fucking me. What yeah. did you fuck off? It wasn't me. What did he take? Like a pack of pods. <laughs> Packet of pods and some sour patch kids. Yeah. Oak, oak, oak chocolate milk. Well, he's not paying the two for seven. No. You know what I mean? You, mate. <laughs> wasn't me, dude. Nah, no way. Dude, nah. Well, that's the thing with servo things. Sometimes you don't want to as well. Yeah, but they make you. I know. That's, that's my... Maybe this was this, this young gentleman's qualm he was with taking, the 7-Elevens he, he of was Australia. Take, he was taking your stand. He was well, he's standing up for the common man. Yeah. Maybe he's a hero. The Robin Hood. <laughs> Robin Hood of the Gold Coast. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, unreal. Shout yeah. out to Kyle. Yeah, unreal. Reach out. Good good stuff, mate. Um, also this week, I'd like to introduce a little segment. I don't know the longevity of this segment, um, but, you know, I find beauty in really, really dribbly Instagram accounts. Mm, yeah. Um, and there's, there's plenty of them out there. Oh, so each, there's plenty of each them. week I'd like to highlight one of them. And you know, if, as I, as I start to unpack these each week, if any of them come to, come to the mind of, of the frequent flyer, send I, them in, send them in because they're, they're awesome. And like the more you follow, cause Instagram, I will say Instagram is getting kind of shit. So if you can just, I've been trying to just sort of fill my Instagram with like really dribbly. Yeah. The more unique the Instagram page, like this one's pretty unique. Yeah. The better. Uh, we, uh, we both follow a good one and I think we've said it before. Actually, I was going to start this week with this one. So let's do this one because I know which one you're going to say. The uh, Bolo Carpet Appreciation yeah. page. Um, which is, I don't know, well, for obviously plenty of our listeners would have been in a Bolo or RSL. But they kind of just, these old carpets from, I would say like 60s, 70s. And yep. that 
haven't been refurbished. The Narrabeen one, probably the, the nar- 40s. Yeah, like old, old leagues club ones, 70s. Yeah. Like old, old carpets. And they're just very funky, kind of ugly, but also kind of cool in the same way. Yeah. Very nost- oh, uh, Not nostalgic for us. Very but like Australia like, core. It's a time like, so, Yeah, like, so, like if you grew up in the suburbs and went to the bolo on like a Sunday with your family, this is the kind of carpet you would see in Yeah, there. exactly. Like I went to... Seaforth uh, Bowling Club, which I didn't even know existed, and had I should have taken a photo. Had some of the best bowling club carpet I've seen mm. in my life. Mm. In my life. Basically, this Instagram page, I believe it's Bolo underscore Carpet underscore Appreciation. I believe. Yes. Um, they highlight, you know, these beautiful these gems mats of turf mm. um, that are littered around Australia, and they um, provide location. They provide location. Per- there's uh, there's at times a yarn to accompany it. Mm. Um, bit of history. Bit of history. Bit of bio. Yeah, it's good to say what's going on in Port Macquarie Bowling Club. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> and but then if you don't... comments would be like, oh, mate, great pub. Like someone will just <laughs> yeah. like comment, oh, man, had a great night yeah, there mate. one night. <laughs> $7.50 to his news yeah. there, mate. It's unreal. So you actually, it's quite, you know, it's an educational page in the same way that it's an entertainment page. Put it this way. If you're not following Bolo Carpet Appreciation. You should. You should. And if you're a fan of this podcast... You, You'll love that page. You'll love that page. The guy, the admin on it also is pretty funny. Is he Beach's boy? I'm not sure, but he put a really funny story up the other night. Oh, yeah. Of when he was in the smokers with those two old blokes. And he's like... No, I think someone sent that into him. I think. Oh, okay. I think that was someone's well, regardless, it was... It was... What was it? It's where... Um, I read it, but I can't remember. He's like, the guy's like videoing and there's like two absolute old barfly dribblers, if you will. In the corner, in the smokers. And he goes, do you boys mind if I, if I vape in here? And the guy's like, Frank, mate, you fucking this smokers, mate. We're smoking, you do whatever you want. He's like, yeah, yeah, chit. You know, vaping, like new school boys, yeah? You got, yeah, like the new school stuff. And then these two guys are like, mate, we, we don't care, mate. You do whatever you fucking like. <laughs> and he just like sitting there and he goes, takes like a massive drag and goes, nice boys. It's just fucking. I'll, we should link it into um, our page because it is a cracker. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. I'll post them. It's dribbly. If you like dribbly videos, it is fucking dribbly. I'll um. Good. I will. I will post this on our story, and I. I swear by that. I will not let this go through. I shall not let this go through to the keeper any longer. On God. On God. Ong. Yeah. Damn boy. Um. Anything else? Would you want to just have a, have a dig at, or you're right? Um, where are we at? What are we at? Oh, we've, we're at 40 minutes or something. <laughs> Do we have time for the conspiracy 45. theory today? Yeah, we got time. You okay. don't have class till 2D. No. You got time. You got an hour and a half. Okay, I'll do it quick because we have to be quick. Um, Why do we, we don't have to be quick. We're good. Well, okay. Just don't rush through. I it won't if you rush, but I'll, I'll just make sure it's a, it's a, uh, it's a quality. Recap. It's concise. 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 Um, Okay. Conspiracy this week, conspiracy number six. Are we at six? We're at six. Really? Yeah, we're at six. Nice. Um, and today, another pretty popular one, Area 51. Mm. What do you know about this? This one's interesting to me. Again, a little bit Bermuda Triangle-esque from what I understand. Mm. Um, uh, like, is it like a, it's somewhere in the US, correct? Correct. And it's like... 
um, government protected space and no one really knows what happens inside Area 51. Correct. I also know that I would say maybe, I want to say mid first lockdown, there was a Facebook page called Storming Area 51. There was. That like half a million people liked or there something. There was actually. Do you remember that? No, I didn't remember that. Other than that, I don't really know. All right, that was pretty, that was pretty good. So Area 51 is in the, in the Nevada desert in America and it's a like a military base of operations. I think it's called the the Nealis Military Operations Area. And the base has been known is known as one of the most secretive military sites in the world because it doesn't exist on any maps or government websites, which has kind of led to the intrigue and thus the conspiracies of what happens there. This is good stuff. Yeah. This gets me up and about. Yeah. So actually until recently it wasn't available to see on Google Earth or Google Maps or something. What do you see now? You can see the top. Like, I, I don't even know if it's the real facility that they show, but they show the facility there. But it for a long time, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, Dude, it's sus as. But the image they might be showing on It could there, just be fake. It could yeah, be yeah. fake. Because um, like, I'm sure they'd be able to do that. Uh, so... The most popular theories for Area 51. So most believe it's a research and experiment site um, on aliens and alien aircrafts. Yeah, I've actually heard. I've heard a little bit of this, which is like the main. This is like the most pop. This is what the main theory yeah. behind it. Um, more specifically, people think they're studying a crash that happened uh, near Roswell, New Mexico, in 1947. Um, and then there's also the theory that what the crashed? moon landing was staged there. What crashed? A UFO. Oh. An alien. And they think they took it because it's near New Mexico that they took it there and they've been holding it there and experimenting on it. Right. And kind of right, researching okay. it. Um, but yeah, and then also the theory that the moon landing was staged and it was staged there. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. That's more dribbly than that. Alien thing, but yeah. Mm, yeah. The the fake moon landing one, maybe we'll do that next week because that's also quite an interesting one. Um, the government has said uh, the facility – so to counteract this this theory, the government has said the facility is used to test experimental aircraft for military, which accounts to the UFO sightings as there is currently no real evidence of extraterrestrial contact in Area 51 or anywhere else unless you believe in the – Space fleet, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, of course. The dark fleet. The dark fleet. Um, but yeah, because they, when I was reading, they say they test like multiple, like, experiment aircrafts there, mm. um, which is why, which is what people think when they see the UFOs. But it's actually that, yeah, which is a little convenient for the government to say, don't you think? Mm. Hey? A little bit convenient. Um, however, in 1989, a man named Robert Laz- Lazar. Claimed he he had worked on extraterrestrial technology inside Area 51, and told a Las Vegas television reporter that he saw an autopsy of photographs of aliens inside the facility, and that the U.S. government used the facility to examine recovered alien spacecrafts. Although Lazar himself was discredited, his claims have added fuel to the fire on the numerous conspiracy theories surrounding. The Area 51 itself and extraterrestrial life. Nice. There you go. I, you know, Xander and I are obviously very sceptical of, of media in general. Mm. So some dribbler absolutely spitting a yarn that he's seen an alien autopsy. 
Mm. <laughs> hard to be believe. Like hard, hard to, to be believe. believe. Hard to be believe. Hard to believe. Um, but, but also, you- how would you know? Of course, they. Of course, he would be discredited if. Why well, they wouldn't want anyone knowing that? No. And anyone claiming to have seen aliens is going to be discredited mm. to some extent. And he can't be. Like it's not like they can just go and kill him mm. if he's already been in the public, because mm. then it will be too sus. Yeah. Just make him out to be a madman. Yeah. Exactly. Is it true? Is it not? This is one of those ones that, although, like, it's far fetched to think that all that it's just all alien, like there's aliens there. But you'd think at any secret government base, there's something a bit sus going on. It's so sus. That's the thing that's so fascinating about it. How suspect it is. Nothing. Nothing good or really that good can be happening in somewhere where the world can't see it. Mm. Like. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And the people of power that are like in, in charge it. of that. Oh my god! Like what? What? Like if they were doing something that everyone'd be like, "Yeah, fucking oath," they wouldn't be going, "No, oh, let's go put it in a top secret underground location that you like literally can't mm. enter." That's what the thing that is so like. How do those, about those places? Are. I don't know how those secrets no stay idea. secrets. Because they have to. Like I get that, but like, I don't know. I just. Yeah, sure. How, I, don't know. I obviously just a man smarter than me would know those. Why do the secrets have to stay like, secret? No, how do they? Like, how do they not get leaked? Like, because it's someone like Trump, for example, you know, who's an absolute clown. I don't even think he would have that much like knowledge of what goes on there. I don't think. Wouldn't he, the U.S. president? I don't think. I don't think you'd have. He would have that much knowledge of what happens there. Because it's run by like the C, the C, those locations are like CIA and military. Yeah, As right, much as okay. like he would probably be able to access certain information about it, I don't think he would know everything. The extent. That, the they extent probably wouldn't, yeah, right. There, I would say. Crazy. Yeah. But do you, do you like, you understand my questioning of like, yeah, how does it not how co- the fuck how does it not come out? How like, how think- is one of those guys not told his wife? Mm. Does that just like. Well, I or, think you would be killed. Yeah, yeah. You would literally be like, I would kill you. Because mm. it's like top secret. Mm. You know, but the fact that the whole world is, I, I 100% hear you. I'm just sort of playing devil's advocate mm. here. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Goodness. Um, like the fact that the whole world is fascinated and prying almost at this, mm. at this base and this secret, like how is just like, how has it not got out or like, has it got out and people have just gone cap? Do you know what I mean? Well, you'd, well wait, maybe he's telling the truth and you yeah, don't know. Exactly. Well, it's kind of the I've thing. I've said cap to him. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know, like, all these kind of top secret information or, like, information that only really one, like, that 1% of people know, like, in that upper echelons of power. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of, not that the Jeffrey Epstein has anything to do with Area 51, but it's that whole thing of, like, when that information becomes mm. semi-public, mm. like, Epstein was about, was, like, like he had dirt on, like he's a professional blackmailer, scumbag, but like had that all that information and then kills himself in jail. And everyone's like, we obviously didn't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Obviously that he didn't, didn't kill happen. himself. Yeah, yeah. Suspect. Like that, when I feel like if that can't, like things like that will just happen yeah like if, in if, jail as well like the only place you can't be seen essentially yeah you know what i mean mm. so maybe we do epstein next week yeah that'd be a good one actually because I, I to be honest i don't know too much about to that. be fair though like 
if you want to learn about Jeffrey Epstein and all that stuff, there is the amount of podcasts there are on him is and on that story alone of him and his partner is insane. Well, that's why the people listen to the barflies, mate. We'll supply that kind of <laughs> stuff. But like, I mean, you could come here next week for it. But if you want, but there's it's like podcast other like is crazy. Mm. I always think how crazy is true crime. Like people froth true crime podcasts. They do. I've, it doesn't interest me at all. I, it doesn't not interest me. But I'm just what interests me or surprises me. Like my mum, especially, she like loves true crime podcasts. Like it's just insane. Mm. People are so about them. Mm. Like that one with the guy, the teacher's pet one. That's why the trial had. You know the guy, the ex NRL player, who got done for murder recently oh. last week. Oh, the rugby player. Yeah, from like forty years ago. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that podcast that follows that case has over thirty million downloads really? or something. Crazy. And they determined they couldn't get. Like a fair jury because of this podcast. So it's only a judge that presided over the case, which I thought was pretty crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. But it's massive. I hadn't even heard about the case until last week. Neither. I'd never heard of it before. Yeah. Interesting. Apparently, apparently there's like talks of it becoming a movie. Yeah. Some of the old codgers at the pub were talking about it and they were asking like a few, like most of the bar staff where I work are really young Mm. or under 30. And they were, the old blokes were asking us about it. Like, and we were like, Honestly, I, the f- I heard of it for the first time this week. I was Same. like, I can't tell you anything about I'd it. I've never heard about it before until just this week. That's how long it's been going on, I guess. Yeah. Do you want to unpack anything there before we go to the back page? Um, yeah, I've been, I've been burned twice by AirPods recently. Go on. So I've been driving and I've seen someone I know at the lights and like they're pedestrian. I'm in a car and at the lights, I'm looking around, I've seen them. I've rolled the window down. I've yelled their name, giving them a wave. They haven't heard. I've done it again. And then, like, there's people probably looking at me because you have to kind of yell a little bit. And then I've seen them turn and they've both had AirPods in both times it's happened. And it's making me cringe at myself and making me look like an absolute twat. Because I'm going, hey, blah, 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 hey, hey. Just nothing. And there's people in the street going... And like looking at me mm. and just nothing happening. And you're the schmuck. And I look like the schmuck. I look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. And it is so cringe when it happens. And I hate that it happens like to me. But I'm off it. I'm off AirPods for doing it. The AirPods are the ongoing antagonist of the Bath Lies podcast. They just like, come on. Come on. No way. Like it's just so cringe. Like either visiting... I saw that happen to someone else or if it happened, it's like something that would happen in like the in-betweeners or something. Yeah. And I was just going like, yeah. Like I was like afterwards I was thinking about it and I was like, that is actually like, is making me shiver mm. in how cringe that was. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually chat. Uh, do you cringe at yourself after nights out? Yes. I cringe at myself all the time. <laughs> yeah, like literally all the time I cringe at myself. <laughs> Permanent cringe. Literally. Per- I'm the most cringe cunt I reckon. I li- <laughs> always cunt. Oh, I like wake up next morning or just whenever I'm like, fuck, you actually did that, eh? You're actually... You're no, a freak. You're a freak. Like, no way. Like, nah. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, and I don't mean this in like a fucking I'm such a legend way, but I genuinely don't really get the the post... What do you call it? Like the post night out anxiety yeah, or whatever. The Sunday scaries. Yeah. I don't really get it that much. 
Yeah, I don't think I'm actually that bad, but I just think I play my head when yeah. I play over. I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. But like, there's definitely been times where I've like made myself look like a absolute twat, <laughs> like absolute twat, like a and goose. Like so, I reckon so many times, and I'm just like, just like each time it happens, like part of my soul is just like gone. I'm like, it's like a horcrux. It's like a horcrux, mate. Like, <laughs> you're like, fuck, that is so embarrassing. You're actually such a clown. Like, that time I was lippy to the bouncer at the stand. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I've never really been lippy to bouncers, but... It was a hypothetical. Yeah, true. But, yeah, just other times. Just so you, like, Danny come to mind? Yeah. Huh? Danny come to mind that you'd like to unpack? Or Not really. <laughs> Even if I remember. I just blacked them out. They're just... you got to put them behind you. They're black spots in my brain now. I don't talk about I don't think about them. I try not to think... I don't think about them anymore. Oh, that's fair enough. Yeah, they're just... Yeah. Should we... Uh, we'll just leave them there. I don't want to discuss it. <laughs> Should we back page? Let's go. Back page. Okay. Oh, Sinus is blocked, mate. Sinuses are blocked. Oh, there we go. All right. Sorry about that. Just had to just had to unblock my ears real quick. Some admin. A bit of life admin. Um, right. Back page. Here we are. Sport time. The NRL finals, finals time. upon us. Best time of the year. So good. Best time of the year for, you know. Finals of the year. Also when you're a bottom eight fan. Yeah. Because it's like, thank God our season's over. <laughs> Fucking. I'll tell you what. Can I just say this about you're the Dragons? You're not talking into the mic at all. Sorry. We were so fucking close to being top eight this year. I was looking at the ladder. We were, we were two wins away from being in the eight. Yeah. I don't, and I mean this respectfully, I don't think you really like. So close. You didn't kick though. You didn't kick the way. And I'll be, this is not saying anything. By we kicked. We quick. I think we won four in a row at the end. Oh, did you? Mm. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but you weren't playing like Canberra I, were, for example. No. Um, no. I feel like the Dragons ended up in kind of a, a spot where they deserve to be. Mm. What happens with Sloan next year? He stays. He stays. He has to. Yeah, he will stay. I mean this with the greatest respect <laughs> to Cody Ramsey. I just don't think he's got the same ceiling that that Sloan does. Do you? No, but I just – I think he started playing well and he kind of was in form. So I think they were kind of like, well, let's just play someone in form for now and we'll see what happens. But I don't I don't know what's going on with Sloan. Yeah, they got he'll to stay. I think they'll stay. Ben Hunt? Mm, I can't see him leaving. I can't see him leaving, but he wants too much money. <laughs> no, apparently the Dragons shortballed him, dude. He's not worth a million. No, I heard he went to them and said, I'll take – I think he said I'll take 900 well, like, they've not been in the top eight for, like, five years. So mm. how can you be a million-dollar player and not get in the top eight? Mm. That's kind of my But he's reason. also, like, top of the Dallium. This year. Yeah. Like, he, what more can he do? But mm, my I, argument don't, is, I don't think he's a million-dollar player. I think that's a lot of money. I reckon for the first time in his career, he actually is playing, like, a million-dollar player. He's playing unreal, but, like, I do don't... Do you not think his value to the Dragons... The lack of halfbacks in the NRL and like just his general influence. Yeah, like I said, his impact on the draft. But he's also well. 33. Is he? Yeah. I'm not saying he's worth a million dollars now. Well, 32. Um, oh, I guess I kind of am. I'm saying he's playing like a million dollar player. He is playing really well. I'm though. saying he played like the value of his last contract. I think that's warranted. Yeah. From what I heard, he went to the Dragons and said he'll take 850, mm. 900. And then the Dragons, I'd be happy with eight fifty. No the Dragons shortballed him back and said, "We'll give you seven fifty, which is fucking stupid." I think they'll come to an agreement, but I think eight fifty, and then if they make top eight, it goes up. Yeah, but 
yeah, dragons. Just I saw something the other day. I think I I tagged you in it. Is that the dragons have conceded the least, uh, third least, like committed the third least penalties, but have the most sin bins in the NRL. That's and big. I reckon three of those ta- they've had like twelve sin bins or thirteen, and I think like th- Sewer and Tarek Sims have like six of them. They'd be half. They'd have to be at least half. Aaron Didn't Woods. Aaron Woods had like Aaron Woods has one. Like they just do it. And it happened all the last year as well. Mm. Just they get they get themselves into a game and then they have they just get multiple sin bins and then that's it. Yeah. And you're like, well, even against the Tigers, they had one. I think. They had two. Yeah, Jack two. Bird and someone else. Yeah, and they still won. And they still won. Yeah. Anyway, but the last season over, Caddy's right. How do you feel going into next season, and what do the Dragons have to do to push for the top eight? Hooker? Are we? Hooker. Do we have this conversation every week? Hooker. Just get a hooker. That's it. If they can find a hooker, a permanent one, and you know, and not just like not getting sinbin, and just like not have played sinbin every game or every second game. I think they'll be right. There's also not that many hookers out there at the moment. They should go for um, they should try and sign Jake Simpkin from the Tigers. I think they're trying to sign Jacob Little, but they should sign Simpkin because he's mm. the better of our two two hookers that are on. They the should out. sign Lachlan Croker. Yeah. I should sign Croker. He, he was he improved a lot this year at Manly, I thought. Mm. But he Manly was. can't let him go now because Finu's case. Yeah. He failed or he was guilty. Mm. Yeah, I, I would I would really, really like them to sign a hooker. That would be the best. Um, and stop chopping and changing the team. Then they'll be immediately better. The Tigers, respectfully, next year anything is better than this year. Yeah. So what do they need to improve? Probably a bit of everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Well, the good thing is for the Tigers. They get Appy. They get Appy. They, they get, get Papali'i. Mm. They get a new coach. Yep. They've got the centre of excellence. three new coaches. Yeah. they got the centre of excellence now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the position, the, the sorry, the pieces are kind of <laughs> in play. In play to improve on 16 for whatever that's worth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw a thing okay. the other day that was like, Every time a Tigers fan says it can only go up, remind them that they can come 17th. <laughs> that's actually – fuck, that's true. Mate, I don't know – fuck, the Dolphins are in the comp next year. I cannot see them, like – Not finishing last? Yeah. And then after – I think Wayne Bennett's only there for one season, isn't he? Mm. Oh, but shortly longer. I can't – like, I don't know who will come last next year. But I feel like it'll definitely be the Dolphins. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of things that are saying like the Hello Sport boys and, and bloke in a bar have been saying it. Like they can't not see Munster leaving. Like they can only see Munster going to Redcliffe for like 1.4 mil or whatever mm. they, they're going to offer him. I can't see him leaving Melbourne. I can. I can see him leaving. Maybe it's just like maybe I'm just I just don't have the foresight. The, the the NRL need that team to work, and the only way they're going to work is if they sign a superstar player, and the only superstar player they that is going to be available is Munster, mm. unless they somehow can sign like another 
particularly a Queensland player, unless the Dolphins go for Ben Hunt or the Dolphins go for DCE when he comes off his contract. I feel like that's the they're like the three play the only three players. I feel like that they're really going to target. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I agree with that. That's it's one of those three. I agree with that. I don't know. There's just something about me that, like, when I imagine the post coming up on Instagram, I would be more surprised if I saw Munster to the Dolphins as opposed to Munster resigns. But I, I don't. Well, how much longer is Craig Bellamy going to stay in Melbourne? I don't know. I swear he's hanging up his boots every year, and he never yeah. does. Well, like he's even said that he's like kind of getting over it. Yeah. So like maybe it'll be sooner maybe. rather than later. But I don't. I think if Wayne Bennett's out, I could see Munster leaving. There's a few Melbourne players out there as well. Yeah, so. already. Do you know what though? I was thinking about coaches that could coach that Melbourne team if Bennett left, because everyone always says well, who would replace Bellamy. Him. I mean Bellamy left. Sorry. Uh, everyone says who would replace Bellamy if he left. I actually think a bit of a hot take. One of the only coaches that could genuinely replace Craig Bellamy is a coach that has beaten Craig Bellamy. And I think that coach is Shane Flanagan. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that and I agree. I think Shane Flanagan is one of the, probably the only coach on the market at the moment that could genuinely continue Melbourne Storm being a powerhouse team. Yeah. Because Melbourne, out, they outgritted Melbourne that year they won. With toilers, bro. They had toilers in their team. They had Ben Barber, mm. James Maloney, Chad Townsend, mm. and who was their Mick hooker? Ennis. And Mick Ennis. Paul toilers. Gallen, Andrew Fafida. Yeah. Like, seriously. He literally, that, that, the fact they won the comp that year is amazing. They won the most games consecutively that year. Did they? Yeah. I think they won, oh, I dare say they won. Didn't Melbourne equal it last no, year? No, they equaled their own record. Oh, I thought they equaled the most. Not the not the NRL record. Are you confident in this? Yeah, okay. confident, confident. But I think it was set by the Sharks. Interesting. That season. I can't remember for the life of me how many games it was. But it I would have been. I think record. Melbourne won eighteen last year, so it must have been more than that. Yeah, but I I think Shane Flane he like transformed the Sharks because they were outside the eight, and it mm. took him a couple of years to get them as a top eight side. And then once he made them into a top eight side, he made them a top four side and then he made them a winning side. I'm still not sure if like why the Tigers weren't interested in him at all or why he's he just hasn't like Why would anyone want to go coach the Tigers right now? Yeah, I agree, but like he's there wasn't even really talks of it. And like mm. it's not just the Tigers. Why hasn't anyone signed Shane Flanagan? Is more my point. I feel like maybe he's got well, if he's getting offers from every club He's gonna. He's not gonna take the offer for the team coming. Okay. Like I feel like he's already done. Like the toil, toiled and made a good team. Like he's established as a good coach. So maybe he's waiting for the right offer. Maybe. Maybe that offers Melbourne. Maybe that offer is even the Blues. If Freddie, at some point, chucks in the towel. Who maybe. knows? Just speculation. I, honestly, I think I Freddie's perfect for New South. <laughs> this is so contrary to everything that I say. I think Freddie's perfect for New South Wales if he can just rein it in a little bit. Yeah. I'm it's a conversation him. for another time. I'm off him. I'm off him right now. I'm off him too. I'm off him too. I'm he off needs him. to rein it in. He costs us the series. He literally costs us the series. I can't believe I still can't believe that's what happened. I just can't believe it still. What are we three and two in a five year series that should have been five and oh on paper? Yeah. So And the and like that literally is down to that series that we just lost was literally just down to him making the wrong choice. Was that not in 2020 as well? When, when they 
mm. lost the unwinnable series. Didn't he make some outrageous picks that year as I well? I can't remember. I can't remember. Probably. Yeah, that's a conversation for another time. Yeah. Anyway, but should we actually talk about finals? Right? Yeah, we should we, talk. Let's we went talk. to do it three times and we got <laughs> sidetracked. Um, we got sidetracked talking about fucking bottom eight teams. So I'm just going to say this. I think this is the most competitive finals I've seen in a long time. Or well, final series anticipated to be one of the closest in a long time. Could you almost say you could see anyone winning or anyone being in the grand final? I could. The only team I don't think could make the grand final is the Raiders. But I could also see the Raiders upsetting quite a few of those teams. But I don't think they would get – like I don't know if they could win. I don't know if they could win. I could see them getting there. I could definitely see them they getting can to be, the prelim. Gonna, I think they'll beat the Storm. Their value at three twenty-five. I actually, I genuinely think. I tell you what's value. Raiders are going to beat the Storm. I kind of think Penrith are going to beat Power as well. Oh, sorry, other way around. Power are going to beat Penrith. No, I think, I think Penrith have their full team back this week with Cleary with yeah. Luai. I just think it's a good time to get him. I think that's value oh, at three ten, mate. I think, no, I think Penrith. I think it's value, but I also think they've beat them two times in a row. Penrith are due. I think Penrith are – I just feel like it's gonna, Penrith are going to be a different beast mm. that game. Yeah. And sold out. Can't wait. Sold out at Penrith Stadium. I think I'm, I'm, Stadium, I'm sorry. off work Friday, Saturday, Sunday this week. So I will be – You should go. No, it's I'm at a wedding, but I'll be immersed. Yeah. Um, Sharks, Cowboys. Ooh, that's close. I, I genuinely can't pick who's going to win that game. Cronulla. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I'm actually unsure. Is it unfair to say – I heard some oh, – no, it is unfair to say. I'm not even going to say it. What were you going to say? I'm not going to say. I was going to say a Cowboys coming to the end of their tether. Like no, if they, dude. That's, that's crazy talk. Well, you know, mate, people said it was crazy talk. I said Titans were in the bottom four and – Don't you fucking slander the Gold Coast. No, the, I don't think, mate, that team – I just think – can just hear me out here. The Cowboys have been so impressive to get to get to where they are right now. If they let's say they lose to Cronulla this weekend, right? Mm. Tough game. Got to go down to Cronulla and play there. That'll be tough. Not an easy game at all. Then they've got to play the Storm or the Raiders. They'll have to play. Let's say Raiders get up and they have to play Melbourne in week two. Like I'm just saying, it's it's not. They beat Melbourne. I know. Power beat Penrith as well, though, so. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like North Queensland. Like we say. I, I don't I wouldn't. Trying really. to even tip this is near impossible because of how close this thing is. I reckon Pen, I reckon the Raiders are going to beat the Storm, though. But I, I can't pick out of the Sharks' North Queensland game. They're too close. Same with this game. Uh, this game, Ra- Roosters, Rabbits, a couple of players rested last week. Um, it's at the new stadium again. Uh, so I believe the returns... So Backford's the Roosters is Suwali, Tupu, and Radley. Radley. And back for South Sydney will be Cam Murray, Damien Cook, and Campbell Graham. So it looks like both teams are pretty much at full strength. Mm. Uh, Look, I just I think the Roosters will be too too hot, too good, but too good at you just you just don't know with South sometimes, especially with Latrell, obviously. Like if Latrell plays well, 
Oh, no. This like, could any, this anything, could be, anything could happen. Anything could happen. And you've got to remember, South, like the Roosters have come really good later in the season, but there's definitely still, mm. like they weren't great to start. But the I just year, think right? on, if you're just going to go, if you'd ask me right now who I think would win, I'm definitely going to say the Roosters. But, I mean, who knows with South sometimes. They can just turn up and be amazing. One thing with South, uh, Cam Murray, third head knock in as many weeks since Origin 3. And I'm pretty sure it's even saying like two in the last two or three weeks. And he's allowed to play. So I don't know how I don't know how the concussion protocols actually work, but I feel like that's a bit dodgy. That's not quite It must it mustn't have been bad. But I but if you have as many in as many or like a couple in a couple weeks, surely that NRL Independent, like an independent doctor or something, steps in and says, "No, you can't play. You have to have a certain amount of rest." Well, I, I, I agree. Like, and I don't want Cam Murray to sit out. Like, I want the best. You want the best players playing in the finals, but you know, I just find I think, like, if he's had a couple head knocks, should he not be rested? I don't know. The doctors are no better than us, mate. Unfortunately. Mm. I hear what you're saying, but yeah. I feel like he wouldn't be playing. I I agree. Like if he if he wasn't right, he wouldn't be playing. The fact that the, mm. how serious the NRL take head knocks now is, you know, it's not to be looked past. Mm. I feel like if he wasn't sweet, he he wouldn't be playing. So mm. something something to keep your eye on though. Keep your eye on it. Keep your eye on um, Cam Murray. The Panthers got criticised last week by <laughs> Buzz Rossfield. Ugh. For resting their players. I saw it. He's like, oh, they shouldn't rest. It's uh, insulting to everyone in the league. And the p- best players should be playing every week. No, mate. No. It's just, the, just no. Just no. Just no. Just look. Mate, the top teams have always done that. If you have played well all year and you've got an eight-point gap between you and second, you've earned the right to rest your players for a week. Yeah, uh, yeah. I hated that. I saw that, and I was like, "Well, that's the thing about Buzz team. and Fox. It's literally how they how they have a career." I know, and we're literally it's, talking about it right now, which is what they want. And we take the bait every time. But they're just <laughs> just a, such a clown, dude. <laughs> like they're all such clowns. Yeah. The only one that's not a clown on that show is Braith. <laughs> yeah. Braith yeah. is literally been brought in to like mediate how sh- like. The stupid shit that Kenty and yeah. shit say. They should get a show without them, where they where it's Ben Ike and 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 Braith one on one, and like, or it's like people like not just James like Graham an, maybe, just like not annoying toads yeah. talking about. Surely there's like people, better people out there than journos to be on this show. You know, know what I mean? I know. Oh mate, Buzz does my head in. He's such a. Good it's honestly day. like a silly little sideshow to accompany this beautiful game that we have. I know, and like. Surely, like the players, if they meet those guys in real life, they're like, "I hate you." Yeah, they're like, "You're literally the worst thing." Ever. Some of them call them out on Twitter and stuff, and rightfully so, because they say some sh- like some of their takes are shocking, mm. terrible, like bad, bad takes. Mm. Alas, is what it is. It is what it is. Um, also, saw something during the week about a couple articles about taking shots. At having suburban stadium finals. Mate, the game lives and breathes in the suburbs, mate. That's where like the the most core of the fan base is. Like it's a suburban. Mm. That's like all those grounds are like 
life, like the lifeblood of the game. Yeah. You know? Well, if the Sharks got their, their suburban game, it's yeah, points about the Sharks' Yeah, it's 11... And they only have like 11,000, but I think it's like because they're doing renovations there on one of the stands. But, mate, it's... That's part of the game. You get the advantage. Yep. Like you yeah, work you all finish year. in the top four. That's your and it's it's not it's not for you know at that point. Like it's still the fans' game. It's not just so that NRL can make money on. Yeah, it. like that is like the core part. Um, Put money aside for one game. Yeah, and that's like to give the fans what they want on a which finals. they will still probably profit off anyway. And mate, like, why would you want to host it somewhere in a bigger stadium when you can sell out? This like. Sold out. That game, sold out. Yeah, they'll all be sold Arleigh out. Arleigh will probably be sold out. Um, Bluebet Stadium in Penrith, that game's already sold out. Yeah. Sold out Sold out a couple of days ago. Yep. Like, it's awesome. That I was, think yeah. It's, yeah, it's like one of the best parts. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, you know, I'm sure if the the Amy Park game will be busy, but if it was Canberra playing at home, that would probably be sold out you as well. put your life on that being sold out. So... Mate, let the let the let the local grounds have their have their day in the sun. Yep. Um, and I'm enjoying the fact that more games are being played, especially the Dogs and Tigers have been playing more and more games at local at Belmore and whatnot. Yep. Leichhardt. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm in for the abolishing ANZ. Get rid of that. Well, that's what they should have knocked down, not fucking the SFS. No, keep keep the SFS. I was actually having a discussion about this. Well, the, the SFS These is two, gone. Well, Harley Hans, both Roosters and Rabbits should have it as their home ground. It should be shared. Should be both their home ground, I think. Mm. No, my, I'm just saying my point was when they knocked down the first, the original SFS, the original Allianz to build yeah. the new Allianz, they should have knocked down ANZ. As well? No, instead of. They should have oh. kept the old Allianz and then knocked down Homebush and then we would have had two good stadiums. Because the old SFS wasn't that bad. But we've also got Parramatta Stadium. Which is new, which is brand new. And it's, what, 10 kilometres away from ANZ? Yeah, but only Para play. All the Tigers play there, which is dumb. But only Para play there, essentially. But it's used for other things too. Mm. I don't know. I feel like it's not really necessary to have three well, state-of-the-art. You, you just said you wanted ANZ knocked down. Yeah, I'm saying it's not necessary to have three state-of-the-art stadiums within, what, 20 kilometres of each other. You got Para, ANZ, and Allianz, and the SCG. So four. Why do you need it? Yeah, I suppose so. You don't. I suppose so. You know. But what do I just think? Like, yeah, I don't know. I just think if they were going to put that money towards like all this money they funded into this new stadium, mm. they should have just taken ANZ because ANZ's useless. Yeah. Like they, we literally play two games a season there. I know. And if they knocked that down, then the Roosters still could have had the SFS and South could have had the new stadium. And then we wouldn't have this fucking debate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then everyone, you know? Anyway, yeah, I get, alas. I get what you're saying. Alas. alas. It's out of our control. We don't have, we can't, we got no say. Believe it or not, means they don't actually have much say in, you the know. The spending of the New South Wales <laughs> government. Um, we were just talking before. Now, the last bit of the back page. Like, especially, like, with the EPL being back a couple of seasons in, it just reminded me, EPL fans are easily the most toxic fans in the world from any club. doesn't matter which one you support. They're just, they're just ruthless. Mm. When you win, when you win, it's great. When you lose, they, they're just knives. Just, like, everyone's like, no, you shit, you mm. shit. 
Like so bad. Yeah. Like tough gig. So tough. Tough gig. I reckon easily EPL fans are worse than like some basketball fans. Like mm. basketball's pretty bad too. Yeah. Some of the NBA support group is like pretty hectic. But EPL's like different breed. Just like I would hate to like well, no, you wouldn't hate it, but some of the media attention you get from playing at those big clubs is just like ridiculous. Yeah. I know. It's some insane. of those players. Like, although, like, like a player like Harry Maguire, although he is frustrating to watch, but some of the, and like, although he hasn't been playing well, some of the, like, crap you see written, like, written and, like, reported and that people post is, like, insane. Yeah, yeah, it's full on, hey. Like, and I would I imagine people send him as messages would oh. be crazy. It'd be a really, really tough job. Oh, tough. Really tough job. And he's not even playing at the moment and people are like, oh, it's his best position. Which I mean, like, they are playing better, but fuck, pretty rough. Yeah. Rough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are we going to talk about Erling Haaland every week? Yeah, freak, dude. Two hat-tricks in, what, four days or something? No, you won't. Like, freak. Honestly, freak. Two goals this morning in the Champions League. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't even looked yet. Wow. So... Who'd they play? Some shit team. Oh, I forgot. Where are we at in the Champions League right first, now? First game. Champions League. You're on the league right now. Uh, they, they played, played Sevilla. Sevilla. 4-0. Haaland, two goals. Um, He's just... He's just like... People saying he's flopped. Like, we've said it like three times already. But how would you think he would flop in that team? Come on. I, I guess people were still just sort of holding on to like... The transition period into the EPL is supposedly really hard. How's his goal on the weekend, by the way? Which one? When De Bruyne like got pushed out wide and then he just fucking... I didn't say it. He literally, like he was getting sort of pushed sort of out towards the sideline. He wasn't at the sideline, but he was getting pushed in that direction. Like he was off balance. Mm. And he hits like one of his dipping crosses over the keeper onto the back post. And Erling Haaland literally like, he like pretty much glides. Like he just floats into the air. And his foot's just waiting there for the ball to land on it. Oh my god! For a tap in, like it's 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 horny, horny uh, football. Uh, he assisted him this morning as well. Yeah, of course he did. Of course he did. Um, I, I honestly never like. I never want De Bruyne to retire. He's a beast. I eh? never ever. He's want so him good to, retire. to watch. Tell you what, Bruno Fernandez had a fucking saucy assist on the weekend did against he? um Arsenal. Oh yeah, yeah I saw United outside the foot. Probably like a 20, 30 meter, like, probably like a thirty meter pass, outside the foot curve through the. Centre back line Rashford came through Yeah I saw that actually um, Their new signing played Anthony Brazilian Cost him 85 million um, And I really enjoyed it But it was one of those Like times where someone Does like skill moves But the defender's Like five metres away from them And they're not even Attacking the player They're just doing it to Just to showboat mm. But he did like the, the You know how Neymar Does the foot thing Yeah and like all like the kind of like little bit of like yeah, the, just like yeah, yeah, the shimmy, just the bit of flair, bit of magic. But he was doing that, and he was just doing it, just I think just to, just to rev up the old Trafford crowd a bit. Yeah. But it was, I still enjoyed it. Yeah, like I yeah. watched it, and I was like, that was the most useless skill. Like mm. it did nothing, but at the same time, I was like, froth, like peace. Yeah, how good. Yeah, like he, he did it for like a good amount of time as well. I haven't watched the highlights from that game. I will mm. after this. Yeah. I don't want to unpack. Yeah. No, I enjoyed it. That was good. Good to see Arsenal lose. It's pretty usual. 
Um, any music? No, you don't, do you? No, didn't you get some? No. All right, music this week, Beethoven, Fifth <laughs> Symphony. That's the music this week. Um, All right, another episode. Yeah, 51. another episode. 51, 52 next week. Big one. Big us. Big, big, big boy. This is our, that's our, well, it's, it's been over a year because we're in September and we started it in July. Yeah. August or July, yeah. I remember at some point. How's his mic set up, by the way? <laughs> this is a fucking. The sound probably sounds awful. This is. That's the new mic stand. This is. Yeah. Maybe next week we'll go through and, you know, we'll unpack some of our. Our episodes. Does anyone want to, like, go fund us and, like, get us some mic stands? <laughs> is that, like, can we do that? How are we going to start? We're, oh, we're, tell you what, we're a year in. We've, we've monetized nothing from this podcast. Not yet. Yeah. I was listening to Billy Darcy's podcast the other day. And he's 200 episodes in. Same thing. He said, no, I've made zero money from this yeah. podcast. Yeah, if anyone wants to... <laughs> if anyone wants to, um, yeah, send us some mic stands or make us some, we so appreciate it. Maybe EJ can do it for us. Yeah. Or like we could just try and get out of the poverty cycle and buy ourselves some. No, 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 no. Someone else will buy it for us. Come on, come on. Someone will do it for us. I remember at some point saying to you about the podcast, like, Oh, dude, we're like six episodes in. This is really ticking away. <laughs> I did. Do you remember when we had one really good TikTok and then we stopped posting TikToks because <laughs> we thought we made it? Do you remember that, dude? <laughs> yeah. Dude, we're fucking... I'd, oi, how's this? I, I was in revs. I was talking to this bloke and he's like, you look familiar, like, like you're on TikTok or something. He's like, do you have a podcast? And I know there's plenty of other white pod, like white dudes on podcasts on mm. TikTok, or just plenty of TikToks in general. Yeah, with podcast clips. But I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, what was it called? And he's like, oh, I don't remember. And I was like, oh, okay, so it literally could have been anyone. Yeah, but I'll still take it. I'll still imagine him. <laughs> I got recognised like, in Melbourne by some dribbler. Yeah, but it might not even be. It might not have even been you. Been you I know it. I know it hit Melbourne TikTok. My friend down there told me it did. Yeah, but if it was, still pretty cool. Woo! That would um, be pretty sick, actually. Also, Kate said has said to me, like when <coughs> when she me. first found out we had a podcast, um, and then I showed her the clip. She was like, "I've seen this." Like, I've seen this before I knew you. And she was like, oh, I thought, fuck those guys. Like, because we called her out, essentially. Oh. She was like, fuck those guys. Like, I don't do that. Like, she does do it. She's like, fuck them. But oh, that's here funny, we are. How's that? That's so funny. Yeah, people at my, come up on people at my work's TikTok. Oh, dude, I'm fucking dreading when my new work crew finds out about the podcast. Oh, dude, no, you'll hate that. Eh? No, seriously. Oh, no, dude, you'll hate that. Eh? No, don't. Fucking I'm, talk I'm, it up, dude. dude. No, shut the fuck off. Mate, I like don't. I don't. Oh, okay. Rattle. Wow. Rattle. Rattle. Oh, mate. You're rattled as fuck. No, because like it's just going to be such a talking point. <laughs> I hate that. I hate it. Yeah, it is. I agree. Because you don't really. Jokes break. aside, people, you say that and you're like, you talk about the podcast all the time, but like, I don't fucking love talking about it outside no. of like. But people ask you. Unless people it. ask me about it, I don't go around and fucking bring it up. I mm. talk to you about it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's just a bit awkward. And I think because there's such a stigma about it as mm. well. There's such a stigma of like, oh, you know, you're a white male with a podcast. Like you're a straight you white male. Yeah, like, you must love the sound of your own voice. Yeah. Which is like, true. Which is true. <laughs> which is true. <laughs> which is all true. But 
I promise I'm not as much of a dickhead as what I, you might think I am. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when I was at dinner the other night with, um, for my dad's birthday and his partner was there and like whatever and and he was talking about it and I was like, oh, I really don't want to talk about this over dinner. Like, I just found it so awkward to talk about. Yeah, right. But like, I, like obviously if someone's asking, they're doing it to be nice and like because yeah. they want to know about what you're doing. Yeah. But. I was still, I was just like talking about it is a bit awkward. Yeah. It's like, what do you, and then when someone goes, what do you talk about on it? And you're like, oh, oh fuck. Yeah. I usually just say we shoot the shit and talk about sport, which is pretty true. Yeah. I just say anything. I just say, um, you know that, you know that show Seinfeld? Yeah. It's pretty close to that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah Jerry Seinfeld. You yeah. You know him? him? You know him? We like him. We're just as funny. As well. Yeah. Pretty much. We're, we're like just on the same level. Yeah. Like we're him. like pretty equal. I would say. Mm. Like I would even say like sometimes like. I'm a bit different to him, like funnier in some yeah, ways, yeah, but yeah, yeah pretty similar. Like his comedy's more like you just kind of look at it and you don't really laugh, but like yeah. our stuff's really tough Yeah, like dude, like yeah. You, oh, you just haven't listened to it though, like on Spotify, here you go. Yeah, type that in. <laughs> Give it a follow as well. YouTube. Also the TikTok. Yeah, YouTube and subscribe. Yep, Instagram. Thanks, mate. Anyway. All right, fuck, let's finish this up. Eh? <laughs> I gotta go. Let's wrap this up. <coughs> oh my goodness gracious. Um... Anyway, episode 51, I'm Alexander. My name's Cody. And we will see you next week. Bye. Adios. Bye.